0: Hi there, and welcome to another episode of the STEM Everyday Podcast.
1: Welcome to the STEM Everyday Podcast.
0: As always, I'm your host, Chris Woods.
1: Putting STEM into every classroom, every day.
0: Well, Welcome back to another great episode of the STEM Everyday Podcast. And today we are joined by Brittany Ballou, and she's a STEAM teacher at Grange Hall Elementary School in Chesterfield, Virginia, and this is her fifth year of teaching, but her first year as a STEAM teacher, and I think this is going to be a great uh, chance for for a lot of educators to really get a, a great perspective on what it's like to be a STEAM teacher and what it's like to almost start that all on your own a little bit. So welcome to the show, Brittany.
1: Thank you. I'm so happy to be here.
0: Well we are so happy to have you here with us and um, tell me first of all if we if we want to find you on Twitter, you're at Imagineer Steam so yes. Imagineer eER like engineer I guess or something yes. Imagineer Steam. why'd you pick something like that?
1: So I'm a huge Disney fan and Disney Walt Disney is all about Imagineering and it's a perfect combination of engineering and using that imagination. And I think that just is really relative, especially in the elementary level, um, for them to yeah. connect. Yeah and, I picked my
0: yeah, and you and you work with elementary kids. You're a STEAM teacher in an elementary school. So yes. um, what what's it been like switching from well what what did you teach before steam?
1: So previously I was, um, fifth grade classroom for two years. And then, um, the last two years I was in a fourth, fifth math science gifted program. Um, wow. so I was able to implement a ton of steam projects, um, by teaching math science cause they go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. And so I knew in the future that I wanted to look for a STEM or steam kind of position. Yep. And I was really lucky that the County over from me, um, Started it in the Chesterfield, so I was able to get on under brand new program. So we have thirty seven elementary schools, and ten of us have started the program, and we're hoping to grow next year.
0: Wow! So, so at the at the elementary school that you're at, you're the STEAM teacher.
1: Yes. So we have so, 800 students. <laughs>
0: wow. How do, you, how do you get 800 kids, you know, like into your classroom and out of your classroom and not having, you know, robot parts everywhere? And-
1: right. And that has, I'm very much like type A, like everything nice and clean, but STEAM <laughs> is not like that whatsoever. And you really have to be able to throw that out the door and know when you leave at the end of the day, if your room's a mess, then you did something right because the kids were learning and that's all that really matters. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. So if you hear that teachers, if you end of the day, your room is a mess, you've done something right. You've, you've inspired, you've gotten those kids to be, to be become imagineers, right?
1: Exactly. (laughs)
0: Exactly. So, um, STEM, STEAM. Okay. So your, your district wanted to, wanted to have it really be focused on being a STEAM class. Now, yes. Take us into that, that, that thought process, you know, STEM versus STEAM. You've had to adjust to that a little bit as well.
1: Yes. Yeah, so I was actually a biology major in college. So STEM was very much ingrained into me. And so when it came into STEAM, I had to think about it in a little bit different perspective as mm-hmm. far as throwing in art. And I almost like to think of the A as being architecture too, because the kids are constantly building and drawing and designing. Oh, yeah. So you can think of architecture as a part of art as well. And also it gives that kid the, the kids the maker space time where when they put a project together, they can paint. They can add the creativity that you might not necessarily see in pure STEM kind of atmosphere.
0: Gotcha. So, so if we if we only really focus on just let's build it, let's get it done, not worry about what it looks like, you know, then we then right. we end up with that that very utilitarian kind of every computer, every desktop looks the same versus the whole. I guess exactly. you could. Apple loves to, to make things look nice too. So right. <laughs> so that, maybe that's the difference here: PC versus Mac. If, if you go. want to say, <laughs> we 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 could think of that. I guess so. I as, for myself, I'm a math math person, a math major, and um, and I've always felt just naturally that that there is art in all those things. So for sure. So, so my little soapbox here, I guess, as <laughs> as we're interviewing um, Brittany here. I I just naturally feel that a automatically in my science technology engineering and math but but I can understand we got to make a focus on it because yeah it can get left out.
1: Right exactly.
0: And what kid doesn't like to get paints out and, and make it look oh, I know. make it look cool and pretty after they're done. so
1: Yes, we've done paints for the first time this week as we're building some projects and it was messy but they absolutely loved it. so I can't wait to actually see the finished products.
0: Great. And, and you um, and again another another plug here for, for checking out uh, Brittany's uh, Twitter account because she shares a lot of great pictures and ideas of things their projects or kids are working on. Um, Thank you. But um, tell us about some of those projects. What What's some fun ones that, that the kids have enjoyed so far this year?
1: So, so far this year, um, we – well, I love to do holiday themes because the kids gotcha. get so excited around the holidays, especially in elementary school. Yeah. And a lot of times that energy, if you don't focus in the right direction, then you kind of have some behavior issues. So I love to be able to focus it exactly where they're at. Yeah. So um, in October, we did Halloween kind of themes and. November we did Thanksgiving, and now we've got Christmas and things like that. So, it's been so much fun to see them connect on different levels with the holidays. Um, so, like, in October, um, my kindergarten and first graders were building gates. So, I love to connect it to literature. So, we read the oh. book, Five Little Pumpkins, and then we would build the gates for the Five Little Pumpkins to sit on. Oh. That's really cool. Whereas, my older kids are more of the designing Um, So like right now they're building toys for Santa's elves. Um, So we're building prototypes and then we'll record commercials like advertisements. So their one homework assignment and I never do homework (laughs) is to, (laughs) watch the commercials, because they're all watching Christmas movies right now, to watch the commercials, and it's been very interesting to hear their feedback from that.
0: Wow, that's cool. So so just even just as, as any teacher, whether you're a STEM or STEAM teacher for, you know, like a specials teacher like yourself, yes. or or whether you're just a regular everyday, you know, teacher like all the rest of us um, that don't get to have a messy room every day. <laughs> You, just adding something you know that relates to the holidays is a perfect a perfect way to add some extra stem or steam to your classroom that's that's awesome exactly and everything always works right Absolutely. every project you try always <laughs> works
1: i wish
0: <laughs> but any, any anything any big fails ever you like you tried it you planned it it was great and
1: yes um, I think for this year, the biggest learning curve for me because I came from Upper Elementary, a four or five teacher is yep. the little ones, um, Kindergarten, and first grade especially. They're very different as far as the upper elementary. And I at the beginning of the year, I was struggling as far as like time management for them. I'd been yep. used to doing design challenges that would last over a few weeks. Well, K1 can't do that. They need that satisfaction right then and there of seeing that built product. So I found that when we were trying to build houses for the three little pumpkins or three little pigs over the three weeks, it was not working. Yeah. <laughs> so we scrapped it and we moved on. And that was a huge learning piece for me. Yeah. And it was exactly around that time that I actually found an article on Twitter <laughs> um, through yeah. Vify Stem that actually talked about how there are different stages to STEM. And you kind of have to start at step one, which is building, building challenges. And that really pertains to that K-1 level, um, that they have to understand how to build something before they can conceptualize how to design it once they get older. Mm -hmm. And so as the kids grow, and it's awesome because I'll see them every single year, They're able to build on what they learn.
0: Yeah. Those skills can build upon themselves to the point of, you know, by the time they're fifth graders with you, they're gonna they're gonna be designing their own computers and
1: there you go. uh, Exactly.
0: Redesigning the smartphone and Right. (laughs) Right there in your own classroom.
1: Exactly.
0: So I'm, I'm actually interested. Do you, do you happen to remember the other stages of, of STEM or, or STEAM off the top Yeah, of your so head?
1: the article broke it down into three stages. The first one building, being the building challenges, yep. the second one being design challenges. Mm-hmm. And I find that those two work really well for like mm-hmm. three, five, and then second grade is kind of the one that falls in the middle. Uh, okay. They need a little bit of the building assistance before moving on to the design challenges, And then the third stage was competition. So a lot of times you see it in middle school and high school of, you know, robotics competitions, things like that. Uh Um, I'm really lucky here at Chesterfield County, we actually have a STEAM competition. So we're going to have K through five there. And it'll be interesting in the spring. We're going to be having practices before school so the kids can get to know each other. Cause there'll be all 800 of them coming
0: together. um, (laughs)
1: so. (laughs) So it'll be very interesting to see how that works out. It'll be my first year seeing it. So
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and so, so as, as teaching a steam class, you know, first year, I mean, are you, are you kind of working with some other teachers to kind of come up with some curriculums or have you been able to kind of have some, some latitude to do that kind of on your own? You've been picking ideas off of Twitter, you said. Yes, so.
1: for sure. It's kind of a combination of all of the above. Um, my, I had a former coworker, one of my friends and I, who co-taught together, did a lot of STEAM across the curriculum because I had yep, the yep. math science and she had language yep. arts and studies. So I was Great. able to bring a lot of that four or five stuff with me. And now we have meetings about once a month for all of us in the 10 schools where we gotcha. can talk about design challenges, which is really nice. Um, but we're all over the county, and it's a very big county. Yeah, You can't meet every single week kind of thing. So that is where Twitter has been huge because it's allowed me to connect with Teachers not just in my state or the country, but all over the world. Yeah. And that's been really cool.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. So again, another reminder for all of you teachers out there. I mean, take those opportunities to to meet and connect with people, and Twitter is a great spot for that. Um, yes. So awesome. So a couple other questions here to to run past you, Brittany. Again, we're talking with Brittany Balou, and that's B A L L O U. If you if you search for that, Imagineer Steam is her her um, handle on Twitter. Um, you've used Donors Choose a little bit, and uh, I think that's awesome, Uh, and and you haven't asked for like big amounts of stuff. You're very targeted in your ideas.
1: Yes, so I came across Donors Choose for my first year teaching, and I did about like one or two projects each year to kind of get me started, Um, and then this year, it has done wonders for this new program here at Grange Mm -hmm. Hall. Um, I try not to ask for too much because when you read on donors choose, they say if your project is under $500 or around there, you have about an 85% chance of it getting funded. Wow! So I love to stay around those statistics because it's important. If I'm going to take the time to write the project, I'm get so excited about those materials. So I really want to be able to implement them, mm-hmm. um, and when you keep their prices low you'll get random donors, anonymous donors from all over the country who get so excited about what you're going to do. That's and that's awesome. really awesome.
0: Yeah. So, so, like, you asked for not, like, a whole classroom set of, you know, Ozobots, exactly. you know, you asked for just a few.
1: Exactly. Instead, few I asked for five, Yep. Yeah. and when those get funded, um, then I'm like, okay, well, maybe I'll write a project for another five so I can try to get my ratio down of, like, two, three students per Ozobot. But, but starting even,
0: small. Yeah, but even even with just a few of those, you know, you can put the kids in a group, and and then they've got to work teamwork, and they've got a problem solve. Exactly. To, to do those things.
1: Because that's exactly what STEAMs about. It's all about teamwork and problem solving together, and bouncing those ideas off. And that's what I love about it is that there's not one right answer, and I think yeah. that's very important when you think of STEM or STEAM education.
0: That's awesome. Some great some great ideas. Um, Brittany there so hey uh, one one good question here for you I like to ask at the end um, yes. if you could have any science technology engineering or math person come as a guest speaker to your classroom they'd be there all day with you and they could be from the past the present who would you who would you have
1: um well I'm not sure if you know this person or not but um I immediately thought of Homer Hickman And if you have read the story, Rocket Boys, or seen the movie October Sky, um, I read that when I was early middle school and then saw the movie, and I absolutely love it. And I think it's so relatable to so many students Mm -hmm. that no matter your background, as long as you keep pushing yourself, you can do whatever you want. I mean, from a small coal mining place in West Virginia to going to Virginia Tech and the MENA NASA scientist. I mean, it's absolutely amazing.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and you, I mean, especially you're in Virginia, you know. Yes. Right by West Virginia. I mean, that's even more uh, relatable to, to maybe your kids, you know.
1: Oh, for sure. Exactly.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've been sure a lot of people have have, have seen October Sky. Um, it's a very inspirational movie for kids, and and, and actually, my my favorite part is that is is his friend who who gets the calculus book, and he's like studying at night to learn it, and and then yes. they finally figure out that that their rocket went the right direction, and, and yes, out in the you know, and how do you how do you measure through the woods? Well, you use a rope, you know. Right. So. I think
1: it's amazing to show kids that no matter your circumstances, you can do whatever you put your mind to, and I think that's very yeah.
0: important. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and that's what you're doing every day. You're giving those kids a, an opportunity, a classroom where they can come and take what they, I, you wrote this on, on, on your donors choose. Uh, they get to take what they're learning with their teacher and apply the skills to real life situations uh, right there in your classroom, right there where they're making a mess every day <laughs> and uh, messing up all your stuff and not putting things back in the right drawer and uh, not hanging them up on the board where you <laughs> outlined it's supposed to go.
1: But that's the kind of stuff that they will remember in school. So I yeah. remind myself that that's the important part, and it doesn't matter how messy my room is, even right. <laughs> you know if it bothers
0: me. <laughs> and, and you're you're an awesome partnership with with those regular classroom teachers, so yes, you can reinforce what they're what they're learning. So if you have a STEAM or STEM class in your school, educators, um, definitely check out Brittany and um, find find some ideas, steal some of her ideas that she's stealing from other people. Absolutely, and. Um, and, and then of course, share your ideas as well. And, um, and just keep doing great, uh, fun, exciting, inspirational, uh, things with your kids cause, cause they deserve it. So exactly. And, um, Brittany, Brittany Ballou, it's been great having you on the show today.
1: Thank you for having me. I've absolutely loved it.
0: Well, good. And, uh, Definitely check her out at Imagineer Steam on Twitter, and um, check out her donors. Choose, look it up, and uh, maybe maybe you can help sponsor her classroom. And
1: uh, well, thank you. Yep,
0: yeah. and uh, as always, there's tons of great podcasts on Remarkable Chatter, and you can subscribe to the STEM Everyday podcast on iTunes and Google Play. And uh, we'll talk to you again next time. You're
1: listening to this podcast on the ESDAC Broadcasting Network. To find more information about this or other podcast shows please visit remarkablechatter.com.